reveal the truth. Jim Price, Jim Price Show Daily Update. Thank you guys so much for tuning in here. It is September 21st. It's Thursday. What? Thursday, uh, 2023. All right, that's enough of that. All right, back to, back to being serious here, guys. We got so much other stuff to go on here. We just don't need this kind of lunacy going on here. Uh, anyway, though, it uh, looks like um, uh, Zelensky's doing the old uh, pride tour. I mean, he's not gay. He's gay. No, he did gay porn. No, he didn't do gay porn. No, he's a he's an actor. No, he's a president. Wait, he flew in on a commercial jet or no, a private jet. Well, wait, he flew into Laguardia. Why is that? He's a president of a di- he's a president of a country. Why would he be flying in on a? Wait, what? What? Why is it the Senate's walking him through and escorting him around as if he's some type of world leader or some dignitary, as if he's the president? Uh, of our country. Why? Because we pay him like he's the president of our country. That guy makes more than anybody else on earth. Period. I'm just going to go ahead and say it. I mean, that guy is killing it for income. So, um, anyway, this is just the world we live in. It's continuing to go down this path. Uh, There are some exciting things going on on the show and things like that. I am going to be having Dr. Ryan Dops on the show. Looks like we're going to have him on next week. And, uh, hey, Sarah, good to see you. Thank you so much for being here. I appreciate you being a part of the show already. It is fantastic to have my regulars show up right on time. You guys uh, make, make you guys hold me accountable. And, by the way, I, that's a thing. Let me do something. Let me, let me, clap, let me clap for you guys. Let me get, I'm serious. I'm, I'm, I am saying clap for you guys. Uh, you guys hold me accountable. You guys give me great comments. You, get, you correct me uh, if my title block isn't right. And these are not derogatories at all. I actually look forward to you guys being a part of the show and saying things. And I'm on this show at 4 p.m. Central because I know you guys are waiting for me. I know you guys are looking forward to the guest, looking forward to the commentary. And so thank you guys for being a part of the show. And if you guys, I mean, I I understand there's a lot of things in the world to, to, to listen to and be a part of, but... I really do appreciate you guys showing up, and, and it's great to be a part of your guys' day. You're part of your family. And I get letters like this. Let me show you a couple things here real quick. I want to show you this. I want to show you. I'm going to brag on you guys. Is this brag on Jim Price Show Fan Day? I think I think that's what we're going to call this. Uh, we'll, we'll talk about Zelensky showing up in a private jet here in a little bit that I don't think was actually government-related. I think that we actually are going to find out more about that. So just saying, just just I'm going to get there. Just like that whole thing with the the phone systems from the prisons that are actually based out of China. These these phone systems are based out of China, guys. We are paying China to monitor our prisoners on the phone, and then we have to pay China for that privilege for the phone services. Remember it. It's like fifteen, or was it four dollars a call for every? Like, it's like uh, what is it? Like a dollar something every five minutes. Yeah. Anyway, so this is a this is from an individual uh, that has has sent me in uh, stuff, and this is actually I'm just I am so grateful for the things that people send. I'm not gonna show their addresses or anything, but this this little package here. This package right here. So this is this is one letter, and then here's another letter, and uh, this package came in the mail, came to the PO box, and uh, it that was there was something inside that was wrapped with this wrapping paper, and I'm showing you the wrapping paper because I'm gonna tell you what, folks. I I was a kid, a uh, government cheese kid. Uh, I'm not trying to you know I'm not trying to get the sympathy vote here. I'm just telling you what happened. Uh, birthdays were kind of just another day. And to say that I got a package that was wrapped, even though it's flour and I'm a guy and then whatever it is, it doesn't bother me. Uh, I My heart was so touched by this. And I want to read this. And I, I, have, I, I need to uh, read this on the radio because these people are actually out of New York. Uh, they're a part of the Jim Price show. Not Jim Price show. The Dark Delight show with me and Josh Reed in Rochester on WYSL. 
WYSL1040.com. You can listen to the middays. That's uh, uh, noon Eastern time, 11 Central, and whatever the West Coast is. But this is a letter from this individual, and and I this is uh, this is amazing. I need to write them back. I need to get some stationery. But uh, they just wrote me, and this is this is them writing uh, the letter. But here it says, "Dear Jim Price, uh, your travels and work on behalf of such helpless children, um, and your interviews with those wrongly accused who strive diligently in our forefathers' constitution to defend themselves." comes from your own hard luck experiences. You are so brave and surely touching others' lives, encouraging them to never give up and to get out and share what they know to save themselves and others. Uh, my grandfather, uh, this is where it gets a little bit a uh, little bit soupy here where my my allergies might start kicking in, so I'm going to try not to, to get this going too much here. Um... Here it goes. So it says, um, my grandfather, Ray Merriweather, used to read this book to my sister and I when we visited. You are like Dr. Goat to me, and I'm sure Papa would want you to have this book. So, and then it goes on. um, She actually, so the thing is, it's like, so that was the original letter, but then she said, oh, P.S., and the P.S. is two (laughs) two more full pages. Um, and this is, um, this is really neat that, I mean, I was just going to read that part to you, um, that she has, but this is, this is, this, this is amazing, uh, that she read this, but this is the book here. Let me, uh, let me move this out of the way of the packaging, but this is the book she sent me. And this means a lot to me, guys. I, I don't, you know, I know I say send me donations and she does. She actually sends a check with the her letters, and I am really touched by her her generosity, but also that she wrote the, that she sent me the book from her childhood. Now, you know this book was printed, um, and it's 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 pretty it's a pretty delicate book because it's older, um, but it was printed in 1950, and it says right here uh, September 8th, 2023. She actually signed it on the front page. September 8th, 2023, to Jim Price, Keep Shining the Light from Ellen Turner. And uh, right there. So, But see, this, this book has been taped along the spine here. Uh, even the front page where she signed it has been taped in. And you can tell the, the, paper, the pages are old. Um, this is out, made out of newspaper uh, stock. Uh, they never meant for these to actually stand up to the annals of time. But I'm going to read it to you here because I think this is important. Um, this is how we. This is how we. This is how it goes. So it says, Doctor Goat. Doctor put. Doctor Goat put on his coat, and went out to make some calls. And so you see here, Doctor Goat. He's putting on his. So got a little Doctor Goat on his little uh, his little case here, and it says he went to the house of the mouse with mumps. He cured a frog who had the jumps. He fixed a fox who suffered from measles. So you see the fox there, got a little, and he's over here with his stethoscope and his hat and his coat on the rocking chair. And uh, and he goes on here, says, He did the same for two small weasels, busy Dr. Goat. Then he warmed a worm whose tail was cold, he felt the pulse of an elk who was old. He helped a beetle who had the croup. Hurry, I'm sorry, hooray for Dr. Goat. So we've got the, he helped a beetle with the croup, and then he says hooray for Dr. Goat. And obviously it looks like the cat's going to enjoy the story as well because that's what we do here on the Jim Price Show, right? Uh, early one day in the month of May, the doctor got out of bed He felt his throat and then his head. I think I'm ill, the doctor said. Poor, sick, old Dr. Goat got into bed with a cloth on his head and another around his throat. So he's got here, he's got a little little rag on his head, a little thing around his, so he's got a little coffee and he's got his little wood-burning stove here and and the clawfoot tub. And he's got, you know, he's got, it's, oh, it's May 2nd, so it's, it's in the middle of the summer. So, wow, 
He's gotten ill during that time. For a whole long day in the month of May, he slept. Did he slept? Did Dr. Goat? His bag on the floor, on the wall, his coat. While he slept, his friends came in. They slept they swept the floor, neat as a pen. They fixed the fire. They bought some they brought some food. Then fondly brushed the shabby coat of tired old Dr. Goat. And the very next day he was on his way. And so this was a this was a story that uh, her her grandfather read to her. And obviously this would have to have been sometime in the probably the fifties, which you know, she's uh she might be a little bit older than I am, but I'm not gonna judge that. But this was a book that she read, or that that her grandfather read to her and her sister. And think about how profound that is for her to say that she wanted me to have this because I reminded her of Dr. Goat. Now, guys, I do want to make sure that you guys survive this. I do want to make sure that you guys are not victims to these evil people. I do want to make sure that you guys are a part of the future. I want you guys to spoil their plans to screw everything up. I, I want you guys to be the difference makers out there. And that's why I do what I do. I get on the show every day because I know you guys are here waiting on me. I know you guys are want to, you know, want to say, hi, hey, what's going on, this and that. And I do appreciate those things. And I tell you guys at the end of the day, when I get little notes like that, when I get the small donations, and I get the large donations, they all mean the same to me. Because I know you took something of yours and you gave it to me. You took the time out of your day to send a donation. You take the time out of your day to send me, you know, little things. I mean, it just means the world to me. And in fact, um, this right here, this is from Karen uh, up in up in Salina, Kansas, a good friend of mine, Karen. She, I've I've had lunch with her countless times. Uh, she sent me this for my birthday. Um, let me see what else do I have here. I don't know if I have anything that's within reach of the of this. That's I'm trying to see if there's anything just within reach. So that was the, like the closest thing I had. But uh, you guys, I mean, oh, 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 hold on, hold on. So the lady who made this little pouch, you know, this this lady, I didn't take this apart. I didn't use it. Um, but she has these little wooden coins in here. Okay. And uh, you are the tra- um, you are the author called the Traveler's Journey. She has. I mean, this is such a neat little pouch of stuff. And I didn't want to take it apart. I didn't want it to to, to to disassemble it. I didn't want to use it because she made these little things. It's called the Traveler's Journey. A life is a life is a story. The story is yours. And let's see. Um, you know. Uh, this. Oh, this isn't the one. Uh, this this coin here, uh, this was given to me uh, for the for the January Sixers. You know this is this is important for me, right? So, um, uh, right here, this is from Logan County. This is the sheriff, and he's a good friend of mine. Uh, he gave me a challenge coin. These actually mean the world to me. This is this is the kind of stuff. I mean. <laughs> this is the kind of stuff that Jim Price keeps. Okay, this is what I do. Um, let's see what else. Oh yeah, here's the uh, here's the patch from the the sheriff there in Logan County. He gave me a patch. This is a big deal to me. This is what you know. Yes, we got to keep the lights on. Yes, we got to do a lot of things around here for each other. We've got to, you know, that, all that good stuff, all the good stuff, right? But what I'm saying is, is that that when you guys do things for me, uh, it moves the needle for me in ways you don't understand. Uh, maybe because I did have to go through the blood and the mud, and I did have to go through the judicial system being tyrannical and destroying my life, and I don't want them to destroy you. I don't want them to destroy your life. I, I see the power uh, of these people, and it makes me scared that there are people that have a badge on their, on their uniform and a gun on their hip that think that it's absolutely necessary to chase anybody down for a speeding ticket, to chase anybody down for a warrant, to chase anybody down. I know of an individual, a sheriff, 
who actually unloaded his magazine into an individual and reloaded his magazine, another magazine into the pistol and unloaded that one as well because the guy had a cell phone in his hand. And that was the excuse why he shot the individual. And you know what it was for? A failure to appear warrant. It was not for murder. It was not for child molestation. It was not for abusing anybody, fighting anybody, maiming anybody, manslaughter, nothing like that. It was literally just an administrative ticket that was a failure to appear. If I can tell you that story, we have failed each other as a society. And I do support those sheriffs who believe in the Constitution, but I will tell you right now, full stop, I do not, I do not support policy officers. I do not support policy officers. I do not support DAs who are out there prosecuting at 80 to 90% of our popu- of people who go through the court systems for administrative crimes. Administrative crimes, meaning there's no victim. There is no victim. There is no crime, according to your own Supreme Court. But yet, we don't hold the city, county, state, or the federal government liable for their abuse of the American people. 80 to 90% of every individual, I don't care if it's man, woman, or child, and yes, there are children in prisons in America, are administrative crimes. And that in itself should make us all stop and pause because we have ourselves a problem. We have ourselves a problem in real time. We should be ashamed of ourselves that America incarcerates at a higher rate than the first 10 countries. Listen to the words I said. We incarcerate, we put people in prisons at a higher rate than the first 10 countries. That includes China. By percentages of our population, remember, we only got about 360 million people, 380 million people in America. Well, I guess I got to wait to see how many migrants come across the southern border today to make that statement true. But anyway, let's just say there's, let's say there's over 300 million of us. The percentage of people that are in prison, that are in incarceration, man, woman, and child in this country, is at a higher rate than any of the first 10 countries, including China, and they have a million Muslim believers in re-education camps in China. Think about that in itself. The Uyghurs. That is absolutely a real part of our society, and we have to be different. We have to push back as they know. We can't allow this to happen. But anyway, guys, I just wanted to bring those couple things to you. I wanted you guys to see that, yes, I absolutely do see in real time this destruction of our country, but also my heart is softened and believe that you people, you people, we, um, we the people, us, us, U.S., us Americans, we have an amazing heart. We are amazing people. But if we don't demonstrate that, if we don't force our goodness onto others, force our goodness onto the streets, if we don't force those policy officers to see the mistakes they're making, they will never change their ways. They will never be the difference makers like we need to be. And when you stop talking, when you stop communicating, when you stop thinking it's okay then you are part of the problem. When you stop speaking about this, when you stop feeling in your heart, when your heart stops aching for the amount of incarceration we do in this country, that right there is when you become part of the system. You're part of the matrix. You're one of the Smiths. Now, let me ask you a quick question here. Do you guys understand that when I say that we have people incarcerated, that 80, 90% of them are actually just administrative crimes, that meaning there's no victim? That right there, if I can say that and it doesn't boil your blood just for that fact alone, but let me give it to you this way. You're spending 40, on average, you're spending $40,000 per year to incarcerate all these people for administrative crimes. So how many, how many less prisoners would we have that we could actually put the right people in jail and how many more crimes that should be actually prosecuted instead of persecuted would actually, being, would actually be happening? 
how many of those people that we put into those prison systems could actually be rehabilitated and worked on and allowed to get certain job skills, social skills, communication skills that allows them to normalize back into society? How much more gooder could we be? How much better could America be if we stopped trying to tear each other's life apart? Just like in my situation, when I had my house, SWAT team comes into my house twice, there was no victim. The state was the victim. How is the state a victim when I was arrested in the city? And how was I tried in the county? Oh, because if it would have been tried in the city, it's a fine and a ticket. If they transfer it over to the county, well, there's a different sentencing for that, isn't there? And that way they get me on two strikes, and the next one, I'm out. But there were no victims. There were no victims. There was no one that was victimized by my actions. My actions have yet to been proven. I was not... I was not convicted of any actions, but the assumption of. Yeah, that's how they did it. This is the world we live in where we think of this stuff as, oh, it's okay because, oh, oh, this and, oh, well, oh, uh. Guys, be careful how many people you want thrown in jail. Be careful how many people you want hanging from the yard arm when you want to see them hanging from a rope for treason. Yes, we do have people who have been treasonous. We do have people that have manipulated us and done wrong things, but also in a discerning heart, in a discerning way, ask additional questions. Not every man that's charged with rape is guilty. Not every woman who accuses men of rape is accurate. And not all women who accuse men of rape are inaccurate. So the problem is, is we have to be discerning. And the pro- this like we have Andrew Tate, what did they accuse him of? He was the one that was telling men, you don't have to live under their thumbs. You can create a parallel economy. You can live free. You don't have to die under their tyranny. They, what did they arrest him for? Kidnapping females. What? How about, uh, how about uh, the uh, same thing with Trump? What did they go for? Oh, he was grabbing the vaginas of women. Whoa, 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 whoa. This is what they do. How about Stormy Daniels? Oh, uh, this was hush money because he didn't want people talking about his sexual relationship with her? Then why did she have to pay him? Again, the story doesn't come out completely. How about the fact that we have, uh, um, uh, what's his name, Uh, Bran? Um, Oh, I can't think of his name all of a sudden. And uh, he's actually the hippy-dippy guy who's very liberal but has actually gone anti-vax and he's actually gone anti-big government. What's the first thing they accuse of him? What He gets too popular, gets to pushing too hard? Oh, that's right, sexual misconduct. This is what they... Russell Brand is his name, Russell Brand. This is what they do. This is how they tear us apart. This is how they separate us. Well, he's a criminal. Oh, well, he's a criminal. Do you know what a criminal actually is? Anybody who's been charged, not found guilty, anybody who's been charged with a crime, with a with a breaking a law or ordinance. I said crime. I didn't mean to say that. A criminal is someone who's been charged with breaking a law or an ordinance. That's it. So have you ever gone past the posted speed limit speed? If you've gone 56 miles an hour in a 55, You are a criminal, whether you have actually even been charged with it by description of that as well. Yeah, if you are breaking the law, you are a criminal. But this is where we go. This is the wheels that we turn. This is what we do. We just mash everybody's life up. But Hillary Clinton has yet to be held accountable for Anthony Weiner's laptop, the insurance file. If you look under the insurance file of the Anthony Weiner laptop, you will find the video evidence of frazzle drip. You will find the video evidence of Hillary Clinton eating the face off of a child. But yet I, my house was raided and this this old woman, this old broad's running around telling people how she's going to rebuild Ukraine through the Hillary and Bill Clinton Foundation where they've given them $20 billion to get started. Oh yeah, that by the way, your government sent the money 
to the Clinton Foundation to rebuild Ukraine at $20 billion. That was the down payment. Well, weren't they supposed to rebuild Haiti and they built six houses? Again, folks, pay attention to what these people are really saying and doing. There are a, There's a lot of information out there, and yet we haven't even begun to talk about it. Uh, Jennifer says, uh, Biden, well... I almost look at the Biden laptop as a speeding ticket compared to what Hillary Clinton was doing or the fact that we know what's going on in Epstein's Island. Why was the New York PD and the FBI at Epstein's Island, why were they in there? Why is it we caught them on drone footage going through the house? Why did we see them putting cardboard up against the windows so they could not be, they could not be seen inside of the buildings? Why was Jeffrey Epstein's Island an old military base for Italian submarines. Yes, there is an underwater port in Epstein's Island. Again, more questions. Why did the Major League Baseball, the, I'm sorry, the head ump for the Major League Baseball, why did he buy an acre of land just across the water from Epstein's Island, but yet the acre of land is completely encapsulated, meaning there is no access to that land. He can't drive to his own property. Why did he buy a landlocked acre of land across from Epstein's Island from who? James Biden. Uh, Who is James Biden but Joe Biden's brother? Now, how is it that James Biden's brother also got hundreds of millions of dollars to rebuild Afghanistan, rebuild housing in Afghanistan? Oh, that's right. Remember Afghanistan that we hurry and got out of there? So two days later, China could come in and take over the second largest lithium mine on Earth? Do you guys, I could do this all day long where I connect the dots and connect the dots and connect the dots and connect the dots. And Jennifer, let me give you this. I spent... Almost 18 years of my life building high-security command centers for the Department of Defense. And I did that with put, at the same time while putting in ground-penetrating radar. I designed, built, and trained the military how to use their buildings with ground-penetrating radar because when I asked in 2006, why do we do this? Well, we tunnel under other countries, and we want to make sure that we know if they're tunneling under ours. And let me give you a hint, folks. These buildings I put in, most of them were in the Midwest. In the Midwest. In the center of America. Not in LA. Not in Miami. Not in, not in you know, Charleston, Carolina. Not, not in Washington, D.C. No, this is in America. This is in the middle of America. That means that they would have to have tunneled from their country through our country to the middle of our country to find themselves underneath our emergency command centers in the center of America. So when we talk about the tunnels, when we talk about all the nefarious things going on, I don't think we're actually really putting everything together in the right topic. I don't think we're having the right genuine conversation about how nefarious and how evil our country really is. The fact that I have seen on YouTube, listen to me, folks, on YouTube, I have watched buildings in the Middle East being exploded up and then the debris sucked back into the same hole because we had tunneled under the building, put in the munitions in a pattern so that when the explosion went up, it created a vacuum and sucked the building back into the hole where the explosion came from. That way, the school and the hospital next door to the building are not disturbed. This is what we do. Why is it we are afraid of other people doing it to us? Because we do it to other people. Think about that in itself. Think about that math. Think about what that really means and how bad our reputation has to be globally. Uh, John Kennedy says, dumbs. Yeah, John, the dumbs are real. I have a lady here in Wichita that I, she's actually, you know, I've actually met with her, I've had lunch with her, we've talked quite a bit. Um, I, she actually worked in Los Alamos, in Los Alamos, New Mexico. She worked in the tunnels. 
She has seen firsthand what it is that everybody assumes they think they know. She has seen the things that we know, or that we, she has seen the things that we think we know. That's real, guys. This is the world you live in, where your tax dollars are being used to actually go around and destroy living beings. And I'm going to say living, be, living, living beings because when I say living beings, not all of the things that they have manipulated or changed or coerced or whatever you want to call it, biomechanical stuff that they've done. By the way, we were doing biomechanical engineering, living tissue with mechanical back in the 50s. And you don't think in the last 70, 80 years they figured out how to tinker that just a little bit more? Remember, remember Dolly, the whole cloning incident where we actually kind of told everybody in the whole wide world that we clone? Remember that? Uh, that's a thing. So that's, I mean, remember the $6 million man? The $6 million man, you remember that guy? Well, I don't think that that was actually fictitious or something that was supposed to be in the future. I do believe they were just telling us the truth about what they had already been doing for a long, long time. And shame on us for not picking that up, but they told us not to worry about it. They told us that this was just entertainment. They told us that Star Wars and Star Trek, all these different things were things that in the far, far away and, you know, hundreds of years from now, it was predictive, you know, predictive science fiction. But then we saw in the whole Back to the Future. Do you remember in Back to the Future how we got Marty McFly to actually write a novel to make him infamous and make him a famous writer? Do you remember how he did that? Remember how Marty McFly went in and he supposedly played the, the hard rock music and then was standing there in a, in a uh, hazmat suit? See, I think that on, at the end of the day, guys, I don't think all of that is that far off of probably what happened to Spielberg that they went ahead and told Spielberg to blow his mind what really is going on in the world around us or even in the universe around us. And then we didn't pay attention to it actually as a documentary, not just entertainment. I think too many times we think of things as entertainment, but in reality, these are truly documentaries. So again, think about it in that way. Be mindful that you got to pull yourself back, have a discerning heart, and think of these things. Now, Let's go back to what we first started talking about in the beginning of this, about that thin blue line. The thin blue line where we are all saying, hey, we need the thin blue line. We need these guys to do this. We need you guys to do that. We need those guys to learn what the dang Constitution is. The Constitution limits the government but never limits the people. It is says, we the people, in order to create a more perfect union, union, that means we all come together. If you understand the Constitution, and doctoral thesis will teach you this, and I have read a few of them, honestly. Uh, I know that's not exactly everybody's, you know, uh, sexy novel they like to read with the hunky guy with long hair on the front. But at the end of the day, I've read these. And if you understand what they're writing, it says that we are in a constitutional republic. A constitutional republic has servants, public servants. A democracy has elected leadership. And I'm going to keep repeating this until I hear one of you guys or all of you guys telling me that, Jim, listen to me. Democracy is elected leadership, and we will not have that in our country. When I hear the anger and the righteous indignation in your voice, I, I know I can move to a different topic. I'll come back and refresh it once in a while, but I'll continue talking about topics until I hear you guys echo it back. But I don't think you guys have been doing enough echoing. I don't think you guys have been putting forth the effort. And when I say putting forth effort, I'm talking about if I got you guys, you guys, to actually give me about 1% effort, 1% effort, I do believe that we could change this almost instantaneously. I do believe that there are more things going on in front of us than we realize. But it takes a little bit of effort. A little bit of effort. That's it. And 1% is all I'm asking for? 
If I got you guys to just give me 1% effort, I talk about the 10%. Remember the 10% we do for our neighbor, community, city, county, state, the federal government. The more you do for them, the less I have to do for you. Learn how to be selfless and not so damn selfish. The world will be a far better place. Remember that? I'm asking for 10%. 10%, if I remember right, is biblical, right? Saying that, hey, give 10%. But what if you just gave 10% effort to the world around you? What would the world around you look like? If you were selfless and just 10%, Imagine what the world would look like if everybody was being selfless. But what if we just leaned into it with 1%? Could we move the needle, Jim Price? Jimmy, is it possible that I can make things happen with 1% effort? And I will tell you, damn it, yes. But you have to bother to put one foot in front of the other. You have to get out there, get out behind, get out from behind the keyboard, you know, write me a letter. If that's what's going to take, in, you know, in, you know, Involve me and inspire me to do this even more. If that's the 1% you can do, and then what she has done has inspired me to do more, well, that's great. But she's also says that she's inspired to help others. Well, that's great as well. But guys, 1% to put your shoulder, lean your shoulder in, lean a shoulder into this, imagine that. Now, I know that yesterday I actually sat down and talked about um, a few things uh, with this whole the whole phone system that we are paying looks like China to man the phone system that we actually use for our prisoners in America. Well, let me do something for you. I do have a TikTok I want to show you guys, and it's going to take me just a second here. It may jump ahead of me, and so don't do that. Okay, stop. something really weird is going stop on. Stop doing that. All right. So this is about. The $600 million that was just released yesterday by the federal government to release more COVID testing for Americans. And I want to show this to you here. So let me get this all tuned up in the uh, OBS. And that way you guys can see what this guy is saying. Now, this is actually kind of scary because it just fits like like a glove into everything we talked about yesterday. So here's the here's the video itself. And I'll go ahead and play it for you. Something really weird is going on with the $600 million that went out for free testing. I started this video with the idea of better things to do with $600 million like helping homeless Americans rebuild all the homes lost in Hawaii. You could feed kids for 21 days in elementary schools or you could replace 6.6 million barrels of oil for the strategic reserve. And when I saw this article about the $600 million being awarded, my typical and probably your reaction as well, oh, here goes Moderna and Pfizer making a fortune again. No. Here's where it got weird. I started looking at all the companies that were awarded, digging into them, and it was weird because none of them made any sense. I had never heard of many of them. Most of these company websites don't show their leadership team. You have to search for it. Most websites you see the CEO or executive team leadership. I had to go to LinkedIn, the founder of Cordiac. And not to profile, that's not my intention by any means, but there was another common trend. This is a screenshot of my camera roll as I was researching or trying to figure out who the founders or CEOs of all these companies were. What do you notice? Asian, 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 Asian. And they're all, many of them are anonymous profiles about half of these websites were awful. Quell was probably the worst. Websites reminded me of what would happen in the crypto space for pump and dump. For example, Quell Laboratories just got awarded 31 million, but when you come over to their website, there's not even a clickable link. That's, his, that's it. There's the CEO. Doesn't this remind you of the NFT scams that occurred? Maybe I'm overthinking it and there's nothing here, but it smells really fishy because... What happened there? Why did it do that? Hold on, guys. What happened there? That right in the middle of that just stopped. Well, I wonder why. <laughs> uh, TikTok, you got something you are, you're hiding here? Did you take that guy's video down? Okay, here we go. All right, hold something on. Something All right, let's get him back. Did we have, did we go all the way through it? And, uh. Maybe that was it. Maybe that was the whole thing there. So I thought it was a little bit longer. But anyway, guys, uh, looks like we have a problem with the funding that we have already sent out. It looks like it's all going to China. 
again, we keep paying people off with our money, and yet <sighs> we haven't had enough, I guess. I guess your pain threshold is hasn't been met. So when you guys' pain threshold gets high enough, then then we'll know. We'll know. We'll see it, right? Because you guys will say, oh, I don't like doing that anymore. I don't want to do that. $600 million. Let me ask you something, folks. I, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a simple guy here. And I'm going to say, let's, let, I mean, I don't, let's just slow it down here real fast. Let's just go, okay, let's just do this. So $600 million divided by 360 million people. Okay, that's, uh, that's, that's a couple bucks a piece, huh? I mean, that doesn't seem like much. But when you saw the numbers that that individual was actually showing that some of these companies are getting 10 and 20 and $30 million out of that little chunk of money, and that's going to one company, that's quite a bit of change. 10, 20, $30 million per company or per individual that that's sent to. Why can I? Fi- how can I find out about the wire transfers that actually occurred? Can I find out about, uh, you know, those kind of? Can I get that done? Is that possible? Can I go in and find out where those wire transfers really went and trace that money? Now they could do that to us. You know, they're tracking us in every little thing we do. Can we track them and those purchases as well? Can we be a part of that anyway? I just think there's a lot more going on here than we've actually been uh, privy to for some time, but. Again, if we never hold them accountable, then how can we ever how can we ever expect them to be accountable? Our job is to hold them accountable. Our job is to be the keepers of our public servants. Think about that. We should be the keepers of our public servants. But are we? Do we go out of our way? Hey, Rebecca Wells, good to see you. Jennifer, good to see you as well. Thank you for being here. Uh, John Candy, thank you for your stuff. Jo- uh, Lisa, thank good to see you as well. Thank you for being here. Um, this is a real problem for me. When I look back at this, and I wonder how we got here, I think it started, I mean, obviously a long, long time ago when we were actually being told that we were going to be moving to this new denim dollar called a currency reserve or the Federal Reserve denim dollar that they substituted for gold and silver, the greenbacks. Remember, greenbacks under Lincoln was actually a gold-backed currency, and we were gold-backed until when we started going into 1913 and 1933, and then 1971, it was put into motion that we were going to go completely off of the silver dollar to the petrodollar. And that way, we went ahead and did the Rockefeller Institute, the Rockefeller's dream, is to put everybody in an OPEC style or money tied to oil. Yeah, we still live under that. We still live under that rule. We still live under those people. And yes, there is a man who has been gone for a long, long time that we're still living in his shadow. But we don't have that conversation. We don't go out of our way to try to figure this out. There are too many things that connect the dots. If I told you that Hillary Clinton and Bill Clinton were using the bond department, yes, the Arkansas Bond Administration, to issue bonds for loans that were never, never funded to launder $100 million a month in Arkansas in the 80s because the $100 million was their profit share off of... Made in America, the movie Made in America with Tom Cruise. That is literally them telling on themselves, and you don't hold them accountable. It tells you right in the movie. The CIA was funding these individuals to run drugs into America and guns to South America. Remember the Iran-Contra affair. Remember they called it the Contra affair? Well, remember we were training people in America to go down and fight in South America, but then we tied somehow back into the Middle East. Remember Oliver North? See, this is the stuff I keep trying to keep you guys. You got to hold all the strings in your hand. It's like a, a thousand balloons, right? 
You got to hold the strings to all of them. You can't let one go. You got to know that all of them exist at the exact same time. You are the observer. What are you observing? What are you paying attention to? What are you seeing? See, this is a problem for me when I sit here and I have to go back and rehash these things to draw everybody back in to keep the story moving forward because we do, oh, well, no, no, we got, come on, come on, keep it, come on, stay with, oh, come on, come on. All these stories are all interlaced to each other. We know this to be true. We know that they drained the strategic oil reserve on purpose so that it would make us weak. We know that they shut down the oil fields so it would make us not energy independent and globally reliant on everybody else, making us weaker. We're going to have to spend more at the pump this fall because they're shutting down the oil reserve fields in Alaska. Why? Because that's a good idea? The only one who's going to make money is the federal government on the percentage of tax and the oil companies. But again, who are the largest, who are the largest lobbyists we have in our country? Oil military industry complex, and pharmaceuticals. Why is pharmaceuticals such a singular item? Because it has everything to do with the chemicals in our food and in our body. The pharmaceutical companies are directly related to all the crap that we put in our food that makes it tasty. Yes, that is real, guys. This stuff comes out of all that. But you don't want to pay attention to that because you call it food. Did you know that there are already bugs in your food? Yeah, there are already bugs in your food. If you actually know how to read the label of your food, things like Cheez-Its, things that you find in boxes, on the aisles, you will find that there is an ingredient that seems like, what is this? What is that? If you look up the word, it's, it's, a, it's in there. They're using bug meal. And by the way, do you want me to give you one more little caveat on the bug meal that they're putting in food already? It comes from China. Yeah. Yeah, China is making the bug meal that goes into your crackers, your cookies, your cakes, your different shelf-stable foods already have bug meal from China in it. Yeah, think about that. That's okay, right? It's just bug meal. I mean, it's not going to... Oh, wait, it is going to kill you. By the way, large doses of vegetables and also, listen to me, large doses of vegetables and bugs have toxic chemicals that are inside of them that poison you. Your vegetables that you keep pounding in your face because you think it's going to make you thin because they told you to eat more vegetables to make yourself thin. And trust me, I told that to my kids too. I did it to myself too, but I don't do it anymore. Your plants are killing you, and the bugs do have protein in there, but there is a chemical in bugs, all bugs, not some bugs, not the ones in South Africa, not the ones in China. All bugs have a chemical that humans will die from, and that's a real thing. So you think long-term exposure to bug meal is going to be healthy for you? Long-term exposure to chemicals in, that are sprayed on your vegetables, but also the chemicals that are naturally occurring in your vegetables? Now, I'm not talking about the fruits called tomatoes. I'm not talking about lagoons. I'm not talking about tubers. But there's so many of the leafy greens that are actually very toxic to us. They're not just roughage. Yes, there is roughage in there. There are things that will help you poop. I get it. But at the end of the day, if you look at the idea that the least amount of vegetables in your diet will actually cause you to lose weight, you're going to be mad that you ever put a vegetable in your face. I'm going to tell you right now, one of my favorite foods is corn. I love a good popcorn. I love a good ear of corn. I love a good cream corn. I love just eating a whole can of corn. I think it's fantastic. Just soak it in butter. Fantastic. But the sad part it is the genetically modified corn that we eat today has BPH in it. BPH thins or removes the the lining in your stomach, giving you regurge or acid reflux and leaky gut. 
Leaky gut means the fibers of the stomach open up and food seeps down through the lining of your stomach and into your blood system and rots yourself internally. Your food rots in your blood system, inside of your gut. The glyphosate, the Roundup that they spray on corn right before it's harvested. Oh, yeah, right before it's harvested. Corn, milo, soybean, oats, all those things that they have in the field, they spray glyphosate on them either prior to harvest or after harvest so that during storage, they don't mold. But then that's the last thing that that corn or that oat or that milo or the barley has touched. And then that is put into concentration into your body. And also, Jennifer says, and it has no nutritional value. That's right. That's why the chickens were starving to death last year, because I do believe they've been spraying a type of Agent Orange on our vegetation for so long. It is absolutely killing all of us. It's killing the microbiome in our soil. Did you know that 30% of our soil is actually mushroom, fungus-based? And you are more bioidentical to mushrooms than you are to apes. That's right. Mushrooms, you are more bioidentical to mushrooms than you are to apes. That's right. Think about that. But they're killing off all the microbiome in our soil and causing it to be less nutrient. So there is no nutrition value coming up in your gardens. You know the biggest thing that's missing in your garden is minerals? That's why you should take ash from your wood-burning fireplace or your fire pit in your backyard and put that in your garden. Put that in your potted plants. Put that in, did you know that you can actually eat it? Why? Because it's minerals. The minerals are in the ash. That's what's from. That's what's left over from the tree is all the minerals. That's what's in there. And it actually will help you in a lot of ways. People really have not understood that ash is an essential part of living. But we've also know that we have put on millions and millions and millions and millions of square miles of forest on this earth in the last hundred years. But they will tell you that we are deforesting the the entire world. It's a big lie. But how many trees have you actually planted in your lifetime? Be honest with yourself. I've planted three trees myself this year. How many have you planted in your lifetime? Honestly, that's a thing. And if you're not planting a tree a year, then what are you talking about when you say that you believe that the world's going to be a great place? What are you leaving behind? That's a real conversation for you to have with yourself, but we need to get honest with ourselves and be real about it. All right, guys. Well, that's uh, that's getting pretty good for me. I didn't mean to go on a big rant on a lot of that stuff, but this is stuff that's close to my heart, and I know these things. These are all facts, guys. Go look them up. Go look up the incarceration rate. Go look up the glyphosate. Go look up why we why I need copper in my diet. Go look and see why I need iodine in my diet. Go look these things up, and it will actually terrify you how much you have believed and regurgitated the lies in the same way that I have. I am here to confess my sins about what I have done the same way I hope you realize that you can change what you're doing as well. This is your world. This is your time on this earth. Fix it. Be the right people at the right time. Remember, your future is a reflection of your heart now. Make sure your heart is in the right place every single day, being better than it was the day before. This is how we do it. Remember the 10% we do for our neighbor, community, city, county, state, the federal government. The more you do for them, the less they have to do for you. Learn how to be selfless and not so damn selfish. There will be a far better place. Remember, hold the line. Hold fast. You don't give up. You don't give in. I will win. We will win. I promise you. I don't make promises I can't keep, guys. You have always been the answer out there. Remember, I'm traveling to Nashville tomorrow. I will not be here, but I will be back Monday, and it will be important that you guys are there because Dr. Ryan Dobbs is going to be on. We're going to talk about nutrition. We're going to talk about supplements and the new things that we're doing here on the Jim Price Show as well with Josh Reed. Guys, be a part of the success of your life as well as the success of this world. We can push back against evil, but you got to start somewhere. I'm Jim Price, the Jim Price Show Daily Update. You guys will be good to each other out there, and I'll see you guys on Monday. Bye-bye.